the abd of Allah Ta'ala will not be having any desire of his desire of his own. The abd of Allah Ta'ala will always be wanting to know what is the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala in. And he will do that and he will do that which is going to acquire the pleasure of his Rabb. Hassan Basri Rahimahullah, very great personality, he once bought a slave and came and he asked the slave, what is your name? The slave replied and said, I have no name, my name is whatever the master calls me. So then he asked him that, what will you eat? So he said, what desire or what uh, can a slave say that he will eat this or that? Whatever the master feeds him, that is his food. So whatever you feed me, that is my food. What will you wear? So he says, what can I have any kind of input or any kind of demand in this? That what will I wear? I am the slave. Whatever the master makes me wear, that is what I will wear. Where will you sleep? Wherever the master makes me sleep, that is where I will sleep. So as these questions went on, and this, this is the kind of reply he gave, on each occasion, that what do I have any desire of my own? Whatever the master provides for me, what the master calls me by, whatever the master gives me, that's, that's what will be. So upon hearing these answers, he suddenly, Hassan Basir Rahimahullah, suddenly fell unconscious. After a while, when he regained consciousness, people asked him that, what happened? What was the problem? How come you suddenly just fell unconscious? So this was the was the heart of the Ahlullah and this is how they looked at everything. They didn't just take things for granted and just cas- casually bypass everything. He says, this person, the slave taught me what is meant to be a slave of Allah Ta'ala. So I, so I didn't create this person. I just have a temporary and a very limited ownership of him. He is a slave, but this is the level of his submission. That he says he's got no name, whatever got no name, whatever the master calls him, that's his name. What the master feeds him, that's his food. What the master gives him to wear, that's his clothing, his clothing. And everything else also, whatever the master decides for him. Allah Ta'ala is our creator, Allah Ta'ala is our sustainer, Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala is our nourisher, Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with everything. And we survive with the fuzzle of Allah alone. And despite all this, we still have so much of demands, we are still so negligent in submitting to Allah wa Ta'ala, we don't comply to what the commands of Allah Ta'ala are. So that he's not really a slave. He's not really a slave. He's not really a slave. When the master calls the slave, that slave never had any audacity to remain just lying down and spring and ping and saying, well, the master is calling, so let him carry on calling. When the master used to call in the time when there was slavery, when the master would call, that slave would be doing, slave would be doing, slave would be doing anything, that slave would be fast asleep, he would be tired, he would respond immediately because his master has called him now. He's a slave. So that slave was not created by that master. But yet this was the level of obedience and submission. So Allah Ta'ala is our creator. Allah Ta'ala calls, the Muazzin calls on behalf of Allah Ta'ala and a person ignores that call and not just Salah, 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 every aspect of life, there is a call that is directed to us. When a person is conducting his business, his business, there is a call, the Quran Sharif, the ayat of the Quran, ayat of the Quran Sharif, are calling towards him at that time. It might not be a call we hear in our ears, but this is the call that has been explained to us in the Quran Sharif, in the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa what is halal, what is haram, what, what should be refrained from, how that business should be conducted. When a person is getting married, there is a call. The light of the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu there is a call. That how should the person conduct that nikah? 
ان اعظم النکاح برکتا ایسرہ مؤنا نا the nikah wherein the greatest barakat lies is that nikah where the least expenses were incurred and various other ahadith so now every moment there's a call from the rabb that this is how you go about this this is how you conduct yourself this is what you should do this is what you should refrain from but what is the level of our slavery what kind of slaves are we it is as if we respond by saying so we don't say it in words but as if our actions are saying this that yes i am your slave but i will do what i want to do i am your slave but i will conduct myself as i desire i am your slave but i will follow who i wish to follow not who you commanded me to follow that allah taala commanded us to follow rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam but we are in our actions saying that no, we will follow who we want to we want to follow the western styles and fashions we'll do that we won't be bound by what allah taala has told us and commanded us by what rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam has guided us we'll do our own thing so such a person can't become ibadur rahman he cannot become among the ibadur rahman as mentioned yesterday the person boards the flight that is going to london how is going to reach madina sharif the light flight that is going to new york and paris how is going to reach madina sharif so here also if we are with our action saying that i am not going to do what i have been commanded i am going to do what i want to do then how are we going to get close to allah taala how are we going to become part of the ibadur rahman it won't happen then allah forbid we'll get counted among ibadus shaitan because shaitan inspires and whispers all these evils and the disobedience of allah taala and following the ways of the enemies of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the styles and the fashions of the west and whatever else goes along with it and their way of life and their lifestyles in their weddings in their businesses in their homes so then how are we going to become ibadur rahman this will become ibadur shaitan allah taala protect us and save us so allah taala says that these ibadur rahman wa ibadur rahman again the second word here is the attribute of ar-rahman allah taala has 99 attributes mentioned in one hadith sharif of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and apart from that there are others as well so among all these attributes the one attribute of rahman this is what is selected for this point for this discussion whereas allah taala is has all the other attributes as well but here what is being explained wa ibadur rahman one message and lesson in this is that a person only becomes the true abd and he will become part of the ibadur rahman only because of the rahmat of allah taala not his own achievement in any way only the grace of allah taala so therefore this is what we have to beg for allah taala's rahmat allah taala's grace allah taala's mercy allah taala's kindness and compassion because it is only with his grace with his kindness with his compassion with his mercy that we will be able to progress we will be able to become his true servants it is only his tawfiq that we will be able to then submit to him fully So this is what we have to beg for we have to turn to him if a person remains aloof and he doesn't show any need who's going to give him anything person goes and humbles himself and he is begging at some street corner so now somebody who has a indifferent attitude towards the person also that person passing by also he feels a little softened out by that person's humility and how that person is begging and he also sometimes gets moved to give something so that is even the person with the hard heart he also gets moved the person who is generous the person who is soft hearted what can we say about him and where as whoever is generous and whoever is soft hearted all that is purely the reflection of a minute bit of that rahmat that allah taala has descended on earth so what can we think about arhamur rahimin what can we think about allah tabarak wa taala what is the extent of his rahmat but 
we have to show our need for it. Now that person who came and humbled himself at the street corner, even the person who passed by with a hard heart, he also got melted. But the person who is standing aside with his hands behind his back, and is in need, but he's showing no need at all, he's showing a kind of indifference, so who even pays attention to him? Whereas he's in need, but he doesn't want to show any kind of humility, he is puffed his chest out, standing with his hands behind his back, and he's showing that now, I'm not in need of anybody or anything, so nobody's going to pay attention to him also. And this is the case in dunya, that we don't pay any attention to somebody who is aloof, who is not showing any need as such. And we want the mercy of Allah Ta'ala to shower down upon us, and we want it to come from Allah Ta'ala, who is our total, our, our creator and sustainer, who is our nourisher, who alone created us, and we don't want to show any need to Him, we want to show that we are self-sufficient as if we can provide for ourselves. So where are we going to then be able to receive that rahmat from Allah Ta'ala? So we are totally in need of this rahmat, totally in need of this grace and mercy of Allah Ta'ala. But now we're going to have to humble ourselves for it. We are going to have to become abds, become true slaves, and beg Allah Ta'ala's help, beg His tawfiq, beg His assistance, to become His true slaves. Then inshallah we'll see the dog opening out for us. Then the other message in this is, وَعِبَادُ Rahman. That to become the true servant of Allah Ta'ala, one of the most important qualities that must be in this person, in this abd, is the sifat of rahmat, the sifat of mercy, the attribute of kindness. The person who wants to progress in deen, he wants to get close to Allah Ta'ala, he wants to become the true servant of Allah Ta'ala, and he wants to do it without having compassion and kindness in his heart, and in the manner and way that he conducts himself, he wants to do it without compassion and kindness, he wants to try and achieve that closeness to Allah Ta'ala, without this compassion and kindness, that is not going to happen. He will get rewarded for the good he does. He performs a lot of nawafil, recites a lot of wazayif, does other good work. MashaAllah, he'll get rewarded for it. But he cannot expect to become part of Ibadur Rahman without Rahmat, that special servant of Allah Ta'ala. He can't become that. That requires that a person has all these has all these qualities in him that are going to be discussed, and starting with it already, the message is here that he must have this kindness in him, he must have this compassion in him. And this is what Deen Deen is all about compassion, Deen is all about mercy, all about mercy, all about rahmat. Allah Ta'ala is Arhamur Rahamur Rahimin. Rasulullah Allah Ta'ala sent him we sent you as a mercy for the mercy for the entire universe. <coughs> mercy in the end. Everything is about compassion and kindness. And can we imagine on the one hajin, on the one hajin, on the one hand, Allah Ta'ala already spelt it out that Allah Ta'ala sent Rasulullah as Rahmatul as Rahmatul Lil Alameen as a mercy unto the universe. Yet, in another ayat, Allah Ta'ala describes that what would have been the case had this been absent. Allah Ta'ala starts off again says, فَبِمَا رَحْمَةٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ لِنْتَ لَهُمْ That it is the mercy of Allah Ta'ala that you are very soft-natured with them. With the Sahabite, again, فَبِمَا رَحْمَةٍ This is the rahmat of Allah Ta'ala. A person who has this compassion, this kindness, this is Allah Ta'ala's rahmat on him. And if, and if a person does not seem to find that compassion and kindness in his heart, let alone for others, for those who are near and dear to him, for those who are close, supposed to be very, supposed to be very, supposed to be very close to him, he doesn't have any bit of compassion and kindness for them. Then there's something that is becoming a barrier that's depriving him, that's depriving him of this rahmat from Allah Taala, because it is this rahmat that becomes the means 
Or it is through this rahmat that this compassion and kindness is acquired and achieved. Allah Ta'ala's rahmat, through this, this is achieved. So, Rasulullah is being told, فَبِمَا رَحْمَةٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ لِنْتَ لَهُمْ It is due to the rahmat of Allah Ta'ala that you are very soft natured. Allah Ta'ala is expressing this as a, as a special favor that has been done. And then further Allah Ta'ala says, وَلَوْ كُنْتَ فَضًّا غَلِيظَ الْقَلْبِ لَنْ فَضُّوا مِنْ حَوْلِكِ Had you been harsh in your way of speaking, had you been harsh in your words, فَضًّا غَلِيظَ الْقَلْبِ And had you been hard-hearted, لَنْ فَضُّوا مِنْ حَوْلِكِ They would have all dispersed. So what we learn from this is, that a person wants to keep everything together. He wants to keep everyone together. He wants to keep that household together. He wants to keep that family together. He wants to keep that community together. Then, if he is going to adopt the manner of being harsh in his words and being hard-hearted, then that is never going to happen. This does not mean that things will not be taken note of if something has to be addressed, something has to be corrected, it will just be ignored. No, then that's not correct either. What has to be addressed has to be addressed. What has to be rectified has to be rectified. We discussed this previously, that what has to be corrected will be corrected, but in the correct manner. And sometimes it requires some firmness, sometimes it requires some disciplining. Whatever has to happen will have to be done in a correct manner. But the principle and the rule that has been given is, Kindness, compassion, soft-naturedness. فَبِمَا رَحْمَةٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ لِنْتَ لَهُمْ وَلَوْ كُنْتَ فَضًّا غَلِيظَ الْقَلْبِ لَنْ فَضُّوا مِنْ حَوْلِكَ So Nabi Wasallam, who is the most beloved of Allah Ta'ala, who is Rahmatul Lil'alameen, he's been told that had you adopted a harsh attitude, a harsh manner, had you adopted hard-heartedness, then everybody would have dispersed. But this is not your case, this is not your nature, this is not your way. You are very kind, very compassionate. You are Muhammadur Rasulullah, walladina ma'ahu ashiddau ala al-kuffari ruhama ubaynahum. That even the Sahaba, due to the barkat of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, Allah Taala says ruhama ubaynahum, very kind and compassionate between themselves. And and regarding Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam himself, Allah Taala says. لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ مِّنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ عَزِيزٌ عَلَيْهِ مَا عَنَا عَنَا عَنِتُّمْ حَدِيثٌ عَلَيْكُمْ بِالْمُؤْمِنِينَ رَؤُوفُ الرَّحِيمِ Allah Ta'ala is saying to the whole mankind that لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ مِّنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ رَسُولٌ مِّنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ Primarily addressing the people who were the recipients of the Qur'an Sharif and then together with them the rest of the Ummah Allah Ta'ala is saying a Rasool has come to you min anfusikum, from among you. He's an Arab that Allah Ta'ala has chosen among you. And what is his quality? Azizun alayhi ma'anittum. Whatever becomes any difficulty on you is very, very difficult upon him. Whatever becomes a problem for you is very difficult upon him. This is as a result of his compassion. That when he hears about somebody's difficulty, that becomes very, very hard on him. When he sees somebody in difficulty, that becomes very hard on him. Meaning he is not indifferent to people's conditions and their circumstances and their dances and their hardships and their difficulties. Rather he is at the forefront of trying to help whoever he can, he can and in whichever way he can. So this is the quality and the attribute of Rasulullah Why is Allah Ta'ala saying this? One is to extol the virtue of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, but Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi was also sent as an example for the whole of mankind. So Allah Taala is showing us this example that there is the example for you. Your example is in my Nabi. Follow him, him. Follow his him. Follow his way. Follow his heart. Follow his manner. So this was his attribute. Azizun alayhi ma anittum. That when he sees anybody in any difficulty, that becomes a very big burden on him till he does something about it, till he can try and sort something for the person. So it's not that he, 
our manner of going about things that as long as my belly is full, as long as I am finding comfort and peace, why should I be worried about somebody else's turmoil? Why should I be concerned about somebody else's difficulty? Why should I engage myself in worrying about somebody else's issues? I must worry about myself. Me, myself and I, we are already a company. And that's good enough for us. That is not what Rasulullah taught us. Azizun alihima anittum. So the difficulties of the ummah and ummati is somebody who the whole ummah concerns him. Then he's an ummati in reality. And if he only is concerned about himself, then he's an individual. He's not really an ummati in the true sense of the word. He's not part of an ummah. So, azizun alihima anittum, fihima anittum, harisun alaykum. And then further Allah Ta'ala says he's haris. The word haris literally, early, early, means somebody who has a very strong desire. A person who's greedy, that greedy person also is called haris. Because that greed has gone to another level, another level. Now here he's not greedy for dunya. This is, he's extremely desirous of your good. That's that haris. Harisun alaykum, harisun alaykum, harisun alaykum extremely desirous for your good. That whatever good can come to somebody else, that's our heart wishing for it. Allah Ta'ala grant the best to everyone. Not only looking for ourselves, but looking out for others as well. And never being jealous over others. Not trying to harm them. Not wishing ill for them. Not hoping something bad happens to them. No, wishing well for everyone. Harisun alaykum. Rahim and most kind and most compassionate, most merciful with the believers. Now, this was the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. This is what we are being taught. That this is the example you have to take. If you want to have this rahmah, you want to get close to Allah Taala. You want to become part of the ibadul rahman. Then you will have to inculcate this rahmat in yourself. Inculcate this compassion, this kindness. For the whole makhluk, for the whole creation of Allah Ta'ala. This rahmat must be for everyone. This rahmat must not be that is just for me, for myself, for my immediate people. No, this rahmat is for the whole humanity. And part of this rahmat and a very, very great part and the most important part for this rahmat of humanity is how to bring everybody to Allah Ta'ala. To ourselves and everybody else. To connect them to Allah Ta'ala. And then together with that, how to do whatever we can for anybody and everyone in terms of their dunya as well, for the good of their dunya as well. So this is that aspect of rahmat. And when this iman truly comes in the heart of a person, then this rahmat comes along. Find in the ahadith, the incidents of the sahaba ikram mentioned and what kind of rahmat they had within themselves as well. Despite the fact that before Iman, before they became believers in Allah wa ta'ala, and before they became part of the Ummah of Rasulullah some of them were very, very hard-hearted. Some of them were very, very difficult. But when Iman came, everything changed. Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab ta'ala an, he was known to be a person who was very hard and nothing would move him. And there wasn't a tear that could come into his eye. But yet after Iman, what was the extent of his rahmat? Sometimes he is weeping so profusely that he can't even recite the Quran Sharif. The khutbah he cannot continue with. That is the extent to which his heart was so softened. When there used to be any need of a person, the very famous incident he is patrolling and in patrolling he comes around to the outskirts and then sees some tent in the distance and he goes and sees somebody sitting outside there and then there's some sounds coming from inside the tent. So he asks the person, what's going on here? So that person says that, well, just to get to the core aspect of the incident, it was his wife that was inside the tent, simple person, Bedouin, poor person, and there was nobody to assist her. And she was 
about to give birth and this was the situation and now he was in this desperation. Umar ibn Khattab rushes home and then comes along with his wife and he brings some provisions as well and then gets his wife to go and assist the lady and at the same time he cooks some food. The children that were crying, he attends to them. All these things are done out of that compassion and kindness. And he didn't regard it as having done it as having done any any favor to them. He felt it merely having done his own duty and responsibility. Once he asked his slave Aslam, "That did you sleep last night?" So he said, "Yes, I slept." Umar ibn replied and said, "I haven't slept for three nights." So what happened? I haven't slept for three nights. Allah Taala has placed the responsibility of all the widows, all the orphans, all the weak people, all the elderly, Allah Ta'ala has placed it on my shoulders. How am I going to fall asleep with this responsibility? Now, this was the extent of that compassion. That all these people, their responsibility, nobody must go hungry, they must not have any difficulty. What can be done to sort their problems out? As a result, his sleep went away. This was the result of that compassion and kindness in him. So to become part of the Ibadur Rahman, if there is no compassion and kindness, Allah forbid for people distant away, people we don't know who they are, we don't know their names, we don't know where they live, we should be having compassion for them as well. But if we don't have compassion for them, it is still, well, in a way we can make an excuse for ourselves. That we don't even know the person, we don't have any... But then what about those who are near and dear to us, those who are immediately around us, so now, hear what excuse we have. And if we cannot show compassion and kindness to those who are the immediate people, our own parents, our own spouses, our children, our siblings, our family members, our neighbors, if we not be, are unable to show compassion and kindness right around us, where are we going to show compassion and kindness in reality to anybody else? So this is one of the first messages and lessons we get here the lesson the lesson of compassion and kindness for ourselves for the entire ummah right now we are in a state where the whole ummah is in a turmoil everybody is in a is in a kind of difficult situation again we have to remind ourselves as we have done before that when we talk about the difficulty of the ummah and this lockdown that has created so much of disruption and so much of difficulty, many of us cannot truly appreciate what is being said. Many of us cannot truly appreciate what is the meaning of this difficulty. Because with the fazal of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala's grace and mercy, that despite the lockdown situation, we are still fairly comfortable. We have had enough food stocked up, we have enough amenities and facilities, we have spacious homes, and we can still continue in a very calm and relaxed manner. But that is not the case with the majority of the people. The majority of the people, whether in our country, whether in other parts of the world, are in a very, very difficult moment. Very, very difficult time. Very trying and testing moment. And there are many of them in total desperation. So the Ummah is going through this condition... And throughout the world there is this turmoil. Part of this rahmat for the ummah is that we stop whatever wrongs we are doing. We make sincere tawbah. We cry to Allah wa ta'ala. We make istighfar. We make istighfar on our behalf. On behalf of the entire ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. As mentioned previously among the mashayikh in particular Hazrat Mufti Ahmad Khan Puri sahab rahmatullah he has strongly emphasized that at least minimum minimum 300 times daily, daily, we should be making istighfar on behalf of the whole ummah by saying, Nastaghfirullah. Nastaghfirullah with the noon at the beginning. Nastaghfirullah means all of us are seeking forgiveness. And we, see, we make the niyat of the ummah in that. That ourselves and the entire ummah, we are making istighfar on behalf of Imar, on behalf of Imar, on behalf of everyone. And everyone does this we will then receive this blessing of Allah Ta'ala. So we should be, this is what we should be doing 
as part of this rahmat for the ummah, we should be making istighfar, toba, toba from all the sins we commit, because that too contributes towards the difficulties of the ummah. If we don't have compassion for the ummah in some other way, at least this much, that we stop and make toba from the sins, and stop contributing towards the difficulties of the ummah. And we turn to Allah Ta'ala in earnestness, we turn to Allah Ta'ala in sincerity, beg Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness, beg His help. This is really a time to make sincere tawbah. We are at the doorstep of Ramadan, the situation is so difficult, the masajid are still closed, the haramain sharifain are deserted, the works of deen have come to a halt in terms of the formal manner in which it was taking place, the madaris, the makatib, children out of the maktabs for so many weeks already, the madaris had to stop those who were still in the middle of the year or the beginning of the academic year had to come to a halt. The work of Dawud had to stop in the form that it was continuing. The door-to-door effort could not continue. The Jamaats could not move anymore. This is no small thing. This is a major issue. Very, very major. If we did not feel any difficulty in terms of our day-to-day life, no, this is a very major issue. It doesn't mean everything is fine. There are people suffering in various ways and the biggest problem is that our dini our dini lives have been disrupted in such a way. Yes, indeed, the person who cannot make it to the masjid because of the situation and he'll perform his salah at home, he'll get the reward, inshallah. If his niyat was that and he was and he was punctual with his salah in the masjid, he'll get the reward. But the issue is that the masjid is inaccessible. What a, a difficulty that is. Whether we will say it's part of the reason that the, the due to the virus, whatever the problem is, but the point is that the masjid is that the masjid is that the masjid is close to us. The madaris are closed. The makatib had closed. The work of dawat and tabligh had to stop. So this is a major problem for the ummah. Now we have to come back to Allah Tabaraka wa Taala. Sincerely cry, make toba, istighfar, beg Allah Taala. Unfortunately, for many of us, it is just a time that we have to pass. And just now when this time will pass, everything will just come back to normal and life will carry on. But the severity of the situation hasn't really dawned upon us. We need to turn to Allah Ta'ala in all earnestness. There was a message that went around, in fact, today, which many might have received and read and might have even passed it on to others. But for the benefit of myself to revise this, to, to remind ourselves of it, and to those who may not have heard of it, the Mufti Ibrahim Salih Barakatuhum, the principal of our Madrasa, Salimuddin, he forwarded the message that an alim had come and mentioned to him that yesterday, that was Friday, he saw a dream, and in the dream he saw that Yunus Patel Sahib Rahmatullah Allah Ta'ala fill his qabr with noor, Allah Ta'ala elevate his sages in the akhirat, and in the dream, Hazrat Mawlana is saying to him, that tell the people to cry to Allah Ta'ala. And then he further says, I am also crying. I am also crying. And then he further says, please pass my message to everyone, that they should cry to Allah Ta'ala. Now, this is a dream, but this is a dream to take a lesson from, where there is a message in a dream, a good message, and when the pious are seen, then this is a lesson to take. So this is, subhanallah, what compassion and kindness he had for the ummah and how much he cried, how much he cried, how much he cried for the ummah. And here again, in this manner, his fears and benefit is still continuing that this message is coming through somebody's dream, that he dream, that he is still crying for the ummah. So we need to start out taking this a little more seriously and start making time for this, start becoming conscious of what the situation is, is not just a time to pass by, it's a time to turn sincerely to Allah Ta'ala, to increase our, increase our amal, to increase our istighfar, to increase our istighfar and toba, and sincere toba, sincere toba is not just a matter of saying some words, but taking some practical steps at the same time. If that sin is relating to something that we have in our possession, some wrong, 
Let me throw it away. Let me throw it away. Let me throw it away. We discard it. Get rid of it. If that sin is pertaining to, for example, clothing that is devoid of haya, then throw it, discard it. Burn it up. In fact, this is something, don't even give it to anybody. Because somebody else is going to wear that shamelessness. That shamelessness, that shamelessness is still going to be walking around in some form. If that sin pertains to some intoxicant, get rid of it. Make some toba. If that sin is some haram wealth, get it out of the system. If there's something that's been usurped from somebody, somebody's wealth has not been given, wealth has not been given, wealth has not been given to them, somebody's possession has not been given to them, it's a time to now make amends and sort it out and give it to them. Because this is what the issue and this is what brings down the calamities. So, this is a message for us that we need to take to heart to turn to Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala in our, in our moments in our moments in the dead of night we try to make turakat try to beg Allah Ta'ala's help at other times of the day beg, beg for ourselves for our families for the entire ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam this is a this is a dictate of that compassion and kindness that should be in our hearts for the ummah for ourselves for our families for the entire ummah of Rasulullah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam this will inshallah then make us this as a start we will inshallah be able to come into the line ayn ayn of the ibadur rahman of the true servants of allah tabarak wa taala may allah tabarak wa taala bless us with that compassion and kindness may allah taala enable us to us to follow in the mubarak footsteps of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and help us to become his true and obedient servants wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما سليما كثيرا 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 يا ربي صلّي صلّي وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهله لا اله الا الله لا اله الا الله لا اله الا الله لا اله الا الله لا اله الا الله
حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث أصلح لنا شأننا كله أصلح لنا شأننا كله أصلح لنا شأننا كله ولا تكلنا إلى أنفسنا طرفة عين ولا تكلنا إلى أنفسنا طرفة عين ولا تنزع منا صالح ما أعطيتنا اللهم لا تنزع منا صالح ما أعطيتنا ربنا لا تزيخ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهام ربنا إنك جامع الناس اليوم لا يوم لا ريب فيك إن الله لا يخلف الميعاد اللهم اهدنا واهدنا واجعلنا سببا لمن اهتدى اللهم اهد الناس جميعا جميعا اللهم اهد الناس جميعا اللهم اهد الناس جميعا اللهم اجعلنا هداة مهتدين غير ضالين ولا مضلين اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان على الإيمان وأبتنا على الإيمان واحشرنا واحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك الله اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان الإيمان اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعسيان وجعلنا من الراشدين اللهم آتي نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آتي نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أياها أنت وليها ومولاها اللهم اهدنا لأحسن الأخلاق لا يهدي لأحسنها إلا أنت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا يصرف عنا يصرف عنا سيئها إلا أنت اللهم استرنا بسترك الجميل الذي سترت به نفسك اللهم لا تؤمننا مكرك اللهم لا تؤمننا مكرك اللهم لا تؤمننا مكرك ولا تنسنا ذكرك ولا تنسنا ذكرك ولا تحتك عنا سترك ولا تجعلنا من الغافلين ولا تجعلنا من الغافلين ولا تجعلنا من الغافلين إلى العالمين يا الله أبوس بشف المسكين مسلمي الله يا الله يا أبوس بشف يا الله يا أرحم الراحمين يا الله إلى العالمين يا الله يا لفقلي يا الله يا غفار الذنوب يا الله يا الله يا لفقلي يا الله يا الله يا فقيبنس إسوى السنز يا الله إلى العالمين يا الله يا دو السنز يا الله despite all your ni'mas and bounties, your countless ni'mas that we enjoy every moment. We have been so ungrateful, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have been so sinful, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, but we are making sincere toba, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, forgive the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive the Ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have wronged ourselves, Ya Allah. We have wronged ourselves, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have been so ungrateful, Ya Allah. We have been so disloyal, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, but you are most forgiving, Ya Allah. You are most merciful, Ya Allah. You love forgiving, Ya Allah. Allahumma innaka afoon, tuhibbu al-afwa, fa'afu anna, ya kareem. Ya Allah, forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive the entire Ummah, Ya Allah. Forgive the entire Ummah, Ya Allah. Forgive the entire Ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the difficulties of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the difficulties of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the pain and hardship of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the suffering of the Ummah, Ya Allah. This is all due to our sins, Ya Allah. It's all due to our sins, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, despite the fact that we have, Ya Allah, brought this upon ourselves, Ya Allah, but you are most kareem, Ya Allah. You are most compassionate and kind, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have no other door to go to, Ya Allah. We have only your door, Ya Allah. Allah, we are changed away from your door. We have nowhere to go, Ya Allah. Allah, open the door of your rahmat upon us, Ya Allah. Open the door of your compassion and mercy upon us, Ya Allah. Allah, despite our sins, we are begging for your forgiveness, Ya Allah. We are begging for your mercy, Ya Allah. We are begging for your kindness, Ya Allah. We are begging for your compassion, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, uplift, Ya Allah, all the difficulties, Ya Allah. Remove the viruses, Ya Allah. Remove the illnesses, Ya Allah. Remove all the pain and hardship, Ya Allah. Allah, Ya Allah. Allah, protect each one's iman, a'mal, ya Allah. Protect each one's life, honor, and izzat, ya Allah. Protect each one's property, ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant muhabbat and ulfat in the ummah, ya Allah. Grant muhabbat and ulfat in families, ya Allah. Grant muhabbat and ulfat between friends and people, ya Allah. 
Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give us the topic of fulfilling all your commands, Ya Allah. Enable us to perform our five times Salah properly, Ya Allah. In a way that you are pleased with, Ya Allah, with Jama'ah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, with complete khushu and khudu, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give us the topic of reciting the Quran Sharif daily, Ya Allah. Enable us to recite your Kalam Epak every day, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we have spent so many hours reading things that are of no benefit to us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, but you abandon your Quran Sharif, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive this great crime of ours, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, enable us to recite the Quran Sharif daily, Ya Allah. Enable us to talk to you in dua daily, Ya Allah. Enable us to remain engaged in your zikr, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Purify our hearts of all the maladies, Ya Allah. Of all the evils and vices, Ya Allah. Of all the sin and dirt, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we are covered from head to toe in this filth, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, our dirty hands are raised to you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, but your mercy is greater than everything, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, your makhluk is one ocean, Ya Allah. And the ocean also is your one makhluk, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, somebody covered in filth jumps into that makhluk of yours, who is the ocean, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, he becomes spark, Ya Allah. He becomes purified of all the dirt and filth on his body, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, your rahmat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, one drop of your rahmat will make us pass, Ya Allah. Pass, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, one drop of your rahmat will purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are begging for the showers of your rahmat, Ya Allah. We are begging for the showers of your makhirat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, cleanse us, Ya Allah. Purify us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Remove all the filth and vices from our hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, from head to toe, we are covered in toe, we are covered in this filth, we are covered in this filth. Ya Allah, you purify us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, purify the entire ummah of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you have closed down, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, out of your grace, you have closed down the vice den, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, life will return from day back to, Ya Allah, normality in some way, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, keep us far away from these dens, or far away from these dens of vice, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, keep the ummah far away from these dens of vice, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, the Ummah has been patronizing this vice of death, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, keep no matter, no matter, Ya Allah, no matter, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, give us the understanding of Deen, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you open our masajid, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, open out the door, the doors of your house to us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, don't deprive us of your houses, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have been deprived due to our sins, Ya Allah, due to our disrespect, Ya Allah. You do a disregard for your house, Ya Allah. You do a disregard for the Ravishan, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have brought the support of ourselves, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, don't deprive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, open the doors of your house, open the doors of your houses to us, Ya Allah. Open the doors of your houses to us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, open the doors of your houses to us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, don't deprive us, Ya Allah. Don't deprive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah. The Mubarak month of Ramadan is on our doorstep, Ya Allah. We have not even made any sincere tawbah yet, Ya Allah. We have not made any mental preparation for it, Ya Allah. We have, we have, we have not made any spiritual preparation for it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are making tawbah at this moment, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, purify us, Ya Allah. And take us towards the month of Ramadan. The month of Ramadan will come. The month of Ramadan will complete purity, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, you make us. Ya Allah, such servants, Ya Allah, that will dedicate ourselves correctly in the Mubarak month of Ramadan, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, keep us alive till that time, Ya Allah. Enable us to see the Mubarak month of Ramadan, Ya Allah. Enable us to witness the great barakat and blessings of the Mubarak month, Ya Allah. Allahumma sallimna li Ramadan, wa sallim Ramadan lana, wa sallimhu lana mutakabbala. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, make us among those who will receive the great blessings of Ramadan, Ya Allah. Allah, Allah, save us from getting deprived of that great occasion, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you keep us steadfast on Deen, Ya Allah. Keep us steadfast on Deen, Ya Allah. Keep us steadfast to our last breath, steadfast to our last breath, Ya Allah. Allah. Allah, save us from deviations, Ya Allah. Save us from getting deviated by Nafs and Shaitan, Ya Allah. By all the, Ya Allah, isms, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ilahul Alameen, keep us on Sirat al-Mustaqeem, Ya Allah. Keep us on Sirat al-Mustaqeem, Ya Allah. Keep us on Iman, Ya Allah. Grant us Iman al-Kamil, Ya Allah. Take us on iman kamil ya Allah. Raise us on the day of Qiyamah to the iman kamil ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, ya Allah. At the time of our death, take us with La ilaha illallah. Muhammadur Rasulullah. Ilahul Alameen, take us with Tawbat and Nasuh, ya Allah. Take us at the time you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, ya Allah. Fill our covers with, make our covers gardens of Jannah for us, ya Allah. Grant us the shafaat of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, give us Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning, ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all those who have passed away from our families throughout the Ummad. 
الله العالمين مقدر كمبليت مغفرت يا الله تلدر قبر زنور يا الله ترامن لي هاي ستيجز ان اخرت يا الله الله العالمين يا الله الا اول دوز اني كاين اوف ديفيكولتيز ان هاتشيبس تو موف يا الله ترام بركه بيت اون ان ذا رزق ان ذا لايف ان ذا هيلث ان ذا ويلث الا دوز اون ديث يا الله ميك ذا ايزي بيمنتس اوف ذا ديث بوسيبل يا الله الله العالمين يا الله ريموف اول ذا ديفيكولتيز ان هاتشيبس يا الله الا بروتيك ذا ايزه تو ايفري مسلم يا الله بروتيك ذا ايزه تو اونو ايفري مسلم يا الله الله العالمين يا الله اول دوز اوف ريز ذا هاند تو ذا دعاء الله العالمين اول دوز اوف اسس تو ميك دعاء فور ذيم الا فولفول ايت ون جايز نيد فروم ذا غيب يا الله الله العالمين ريموف ايت ون ديفيكولتيز ان هاتشيبس يا الله Grant each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Grant the best of dunya and akhirat to each one, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa na'udhu bika min sharrim as-ta'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balaq. Wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billahi al-alihi al-azim. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala khayri khalqihi sayyidina Muhammad wa alihi wa sahabihi ma'in. والحمد لله رب العالمين